This is 680 CJOB. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I'm still your host, Kevin Bergen. If you've lived in Winnipeg for a while, you realize that everyone in Winnipeg has their pierogi pusher. You know that person they get all their pierogies from. So I brought in my friend James from Perfect Pierogies to break down pierogies for me. James, how are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yourself? I'm pretty good. Welcome to the show. Thank you very uh, much. I appreciate you coming. Um, so my first question to you is uh, I'm always curious as uh, uh, to know where our business like this starts. Where did Perfect Pierogies begin? Well, um, as everybody knows, Manitoba is pretty much the pierogi capital of the world. 100%. And uh, one of my shareholders, he loves cottage cheese pierogies. Uh, he was buying it from one of the babas close to uh, Garson, Manitoba. And um, one day, basically, she decided that it wasn't worth her time to actually continue to making pierogies. So being the persuasive individual my shareholder is, uh, he convinced actually uh, my mother to take one of her recipes and start mass producing the pierogies. Mm -hmm. uh, so it all started with cottage cheese. Uh, basically, he couldn't find a cottage cheese pierogi on the market that he was satisfied with. Uh, like out so, of a store we're talking, on the market. Correct, on the market, yeah. yeah. Um, my mom has uh, owned and operated a catering business for over 40 years now. So she had a well-established, you know, traditional recipe that was already being used for her local catering company. Uh, they got together, and uh, basically the rest is history. They went uh, all the way to New York, uh, bought a half machine, uh, you could say a half pasta roller, a half ravioli maker. Uh, basically, they put the two together, and that created the pierogi maker, and the rest is history. Like, this guy wasn't messing around. He, he, he wanted... A cottage cheese pierogi. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he uh, he started from scrap. Basically, they took three machines, uh, threw them all together. Uh, so basically, our pierogi machine manufactures anywhere from thirty-five thousand uh, to five thousand pro or thirty-five hundred yep. to five thousand pierogies in an hour. Wow. So it it takes that same old traditional recipe, uh, just mass produces it for uh, you know the bulk of consumers. Okay, so it starts. They decide, hey, we're going into business. When did you realize that the business was a viable one? Well, I believe that the shareholders right off the bat, they knew that if you have a quality, consistent product that you're passionate about and you don't cut corners with, that if you get the market out there and you get the you know promoting and you get that product in people's mouths, they knew that it would be a hit. And they weren't taking no as an answer. So right off the bat, as soon as the first pierogi came off the line, uh, it wasn't a question of whether or not it, that we were going to make it. It was a question of whether or not how long it was going to take us mm -hmm. to make it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, how do you know that it's a good product? Like there's other, there's other babas out there. Everybody's got their pierogi contact, right? So how do you know that your product is a good product? Uh, well, we know based upon everybody else's opinion on our product. Mm -hmm. uh, as I said, Manitoba is a well-known pierogi um, consumer. <laughs> and, uh, you know, every everybody basically has a mom or a grandma or a girlfriend or an somebody. auntie, somebody that's been oh, making th th pierogies. Thanks for my pierogies, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. You know, I, I look forward to hearing tomorrow, your please? opinion on those. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, so, you know, basically we always thought if you're getting the compliments from uh, pierogi manufacturers themselves and grandmas and moms that have been making that product themselves for the years, if you're satisfying their taste buds on a product that most people uh, will not 
accept secondhand. People do not accept, uh, you know, a pierogi that tastes like uh, rubber or that tastes just specifically like dough. Uh, You know, everything we use is all natural. Everything we use is all real. Uh, You know, there's no potato flakes. There's no onion powders. There's no uh, products that you couldn't find right on the farm. So, you know, we do not skip any quality ingredients. Everything we use is all just like grandma used to make. Mm-hmm. So that we can feel confident in every progi that comes off the line. Perfect. Uh, this may sound like a strange question, but just in case, hey, there could be people in Winnipeg who've never tried a pierogi. or never uh, someone tried who's not, a pierogi. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. It's, 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 it's insane. <laughs> Kevin, craziness, craziness. Anybody out there that hasn't tried a pierogi, please come and see me anytime. I would be happy to give you your first pierogi. 100%. 100%. Okay, so let's let's describe what a pierogi is. Well, you know pierogi I mean? is basically um, a filling, which can be cheese, potatoes, sauerkraut, cottage cheese. Uh, we got a new flavor that's our spicy chili pepper. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Oh, yes. Can't wait. And it's basically wrapped in uh, wrapped in dough. Uh, the dough is fully cooked, and there's your pierogi. Any flavor can be put into uh, into a pierogi, into, uh, you know, into the filling. Uh, so, you know, you have everybody ranging from cheddar cheese to cottage cheese to uh, mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Actually, pierogies, they started out as, um, as almost... Um, as a peasant food, as a food that, you know, uh, Polish uh, farmers basically had lots of flour and you can put anything in the in the product, uh, whether it's just potato, whether you put some cheese in there. I feel uh, like it was cheap and filling, Yeah, right? exactly. So anything, uh, pierogi is basically anything wrapped in a ball of dough. That's perfect. Um, yeah. So what's the best way to cook a pierogi? You know, uh, sometimes, hey, uh, people boil them and then they fry them and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't really know. You know, different people do different things. Oh, so, for sure, for so sure. So what in your, you know, hey, you're perfect pierogies. Yeah. You guys know how to make them. How do we cook them? Well, uh, our product is a fully cooked product, which means that everything is brought up to the 75 degrees and it's lower to cooling temperature. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's either frozen or brought to you fresh. So basically for our pierogies, if you wanted to take them fresh, you could throw them right in the microwave and they're safe to eat. How do you how do you get them fresh? So if you're buying them, obviously they're going to stores there, yep. they're, they're frozen. But if I nope, want to buy nope. them... If you go to a store, you can get them right fresh. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, the, we do a weekly production. Yeah. So, you know, if you're buying a product, there's a 14-day shelf life on every uh, fresh pierogi that comes on the market. Yeah. Uh, Six-month shelf life on any frozen product. Uh, but like I said, it's always a fully cooked product. So so the cooking methods are up to you. Uh, I know my friends, basically, if they're hungry, they'll go into the fridge and oh, take a I fresh knew. pierogi and just pop it cold. I knew you are going to say that. That's that's my brother problem. would be that kind of guy. Yeah, that's uh, that's my favorite way to do it. You know, 12 o'clock at night, go for a secret pierogi. You know? <laughs> but, uh, I got beer and what am I going to eat? Pierogies. Yeah, exactly. Pierogies. You know, that's, uh, but yeah, like you said, you can pan fry them, you can boil them, you can simmer them, you can deep fry them, you can have them cold. Easy, easy food to eat. That's for sure. <laughs> awesome okay so i know you guys are, are really big on fresh um how important is it to you to, to have local products oh it's products it's us? extremely important to us we're a proud supporter of the 100 mile challenge mm-hmm. uh everything we use is what is all, 100 mile challenge 100 mile challenge means that everything that we buy is within 100 miles of winnipeg oh we don't buy anything that we don't have to that we can't 
outsource from Winnipeg. Right. Uh, you know, we that, all that are, must be a tough challenge. Sometimes it is a tough challenge, and it's an expensive one. Sometimes right. uh, we do believe in quality and consistency. So as far as our ingredients go, we don't believe in cutting any corners. Uh, everything we use is is fresh. Uh, everything we use. I would serve to my family. We buy all of our cheese right from Bothwell. Uh, all of our potatoes are grown within Manitoba. All of our onions are grown within Manitoba. Um, the only thing that we actually have to outsource uh, would be our cottage cheese because uh, there is no uh, cottage cheese fresh manufacturer in Winnipeg. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, we definitely pride on ourselves on using as many Winnipeg or Manitoba ingredients as we can. Yeah, there's some great vendors in Winnipeg, right? Oh, definitely. In Manitoba. Um, yeah, support local, that's for sure. 100%. We're going to take a break for news, sports, and weather. And when we return, we're going to continue our conversation with James from Perfect Pierogies. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I hope you're having a great weekend. We are still talking with James from Perfect Pierogies. And James, uh, you guys participated, participated in the uh, Love Local MB last year? We did, yes. Our local love MB last yeah, oh, year. Yeah, how, how did that go? Uh, it went fantastic. You know, that's a great show. Uh, I love providing local people with local products. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody at the venue is always passionate about local produce and, and local vendors. And it's a great ma- atmosphere because I believe in supporting your your neighbor. You know, it, it, if you're not supporting your local consumer, then how do you expect, you know, the other guy to? Mm-hmm. So, you know, being in an atmosphere and being in a group and being associated with such a great uh, show definitely, uh, you know, raises morale because you can see that the hard work that you're putting in is just like the hard work your neighbor is putting in. And seeing that, you know, it just makes you proud to be part of the, the local community. Right, and everyone's making a quality product. That's yeah. the best part, right? That like, is the yeah. I that's just got to go to this guy over here, and uh, you know, and he's uh, kicking out a, a really good product, and I'm not. Oh yeah, definitely, you know, and you know, trading products and getting to know new products, and you know, sampling new products and meeting new people. It's just you know, it's an awesome way to uh, be associated with the with the culture, and and it's an awesome way to experience new things, you know, and something that you normally are not going to try. Maybe, you know, you don't like sauerkraut that your mom made 20 years ago, but you come to the vendor and, you know, somebody convinces you, okay, try this. I guarantee you like it. Okay, I'll try it. Well, you might go home and say, holy smoke, that's my new favorite product. You know, it gives you, it gives you an opportunity to try new things and not be scared to try new things. Mm-hmm. And, and it gives you the opportunity to bounce ideas off of local vendors and, you know, to give you new ideas for your product and, you know, to hopefully help others with their production too. Right. I'm assuming that must be an honest room too, right? Oh, like, it's you know a very, I mean? like, oh, we're, yeah. we're talking business here. You're talking business. If somebody doesn't like something that you're serving, they have no problem telling you, you know, <laughs> I don't care for that whatsoever. Bob doesn't like him, don't talk to Bob. Exactly. You know, and, and it's, it's a room. And, and you know, that is good because people, you want people's honesty. Right. You, know, you want people to say, if you don't like it, that's fine. If you feel that there's something that I can do better, that's even better. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you're a local connoisseur that knows what uh, your favorite beer is and you love to have, uh, you know, progies or pasta with this beer, uh, I love to hear what, what you think. And, and I love to dip, put different combos together. And, you know, you, you're not... Uh, I'm not perfect. So if you're bouncing ideas off of everybody else that is a specialty or an expert in their own area, that's how you grow. That's how you learn. That's how you, you, know, you start to adapt to different people's ideas and trends and, and grow from there. This is perfect. And the, the, the thing I like about the food industry nowadays is well, a lot of industries, even beer or whatever, um, there aren't any rules anymore. 
right? Exactly. People are way more adventurous than they used to be. It's not just, hey, I'm just going to make, you know, cottage cheese and yep. da da da. There's, there's just, you know what? If, if somebody wants it or there's a demand for it, then we'll make it. Right? Exactly. You know, and, and that's what's great about even being at that, that event. You know, you, you hear people's ideas and you think, wow, I never, if I went to talk to you at this specific second, at this specific day, I never would have thought of that. Mm. And it, it's quite interesting. You know, we've been going to shows for 10 years now. And I swear, every time I go to a show, I hear things and and I adapt to people's you know ideas and concepts, and and it's helped us to grow and helped us ease into the production of things and ease into learning about different rules and regulations and you know different production methods and speeding up production and saving costs and marketing and you know we could talk for hours about the things that I've learned from different vendors ar- around the city. Hmm. Um, speaking of ambitious and creative, let's talk about. Uh, how the um, spicy chili pierogies came to life. Oh, yes, the spicy chili. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's our most recent addition to our uh, repertoire. Um, as I've always stated, uh, Bothwell, uh, I give uh, hands-down praise to you. <laughs> I've always said I don't know whether it was an honest mistake or whether you just uh, seen an opportunity to... Uh, give me an extra couple kgs of cheese. Uh, one day we got an order uh, of our normal cheddar cheese that we we always buy from them, and there's a couple extra, couple extra kgs of the spicy chili pepper jack cheese. And, you know, I phoned them and said, oh, did you guys make a mistake? They said, oh, no, 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 you can keep the product and, you know, experiment with it, right? So we, we started experimenting and I said, oh, holy smoke, it's got a nice little, it's got a nice little kick to it. So we started experimenting with different spices and, you know, different uh, ideas as far as concepts of, you know, you, you wouldn't think that a spicy chili pepper, that's not the first flavor that you would think to throw in a throw in a pierogi mm-hmm. but uh yeah we, we rolled with it and it's kind of capturing a new audience yeah you know i myself i love a little bit of spice yeah, me too. and uh adding it to uh to a product that people are excited to eat naturally adding a little kick to it always uh increases their uh positivity towards mm-hmm. product definitely so i wonder if they meant to do that yeah uh, yeah that's uh like i said if if you guys meant to do that props to you it, it definitely worked and uh, i'm happy that uh that mistake did happen for sure that'd be cool well if they meant to do it that'd be kind of cool that hey you know let's, let's let's give them a little push there yeah and next thing you know hey they're making it definitely you know i i should take a page out of their book because uh yeah i'm, I'm happy uh, to produce it and i'm happy that uh, we started to produce it so perfect um, I saw you guys have a recipe on your site for um, for for pierogi soup. Yes, uh, that's uh, that's actually from a local blogger yep. uh, that we were fortunate to um, to talk to, and she kind of just rolled with the recipe. And you know, you can only have so many plain pierogies. You know, you can add salsa, sour cream, bacon. You can always put the toppings. Yep. But having a different recipe like a soup. You know, we thought that it gave people an option that they normally wouldn't think about. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and it's a relatively easy recipe to to follow, and it is excellent. So, by any means, if anybody wants to try something new with the progies, go to our website, and it's fantastic. It'll feed the family for sure. <laughs> That's what it's about, right? Yeah, I can't see you having any leftovers. One percent. Pizzas. Are you guys making pizzas now? We are making pizzas. Uh, I can say I have an excellent, well, more than excellent, fantastic group of staff. Um, everybody that works for us actually lives within 10 minutes of the plant in Garson. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not want to it's lose. good and bad for people. <laughs> exactly. You know, you can't get far, can't totally. get far away. I know, you, you know? I know you, you can't hurt me. <laughs> yeah. I know that I seen you cutting your grass last night. Why aren't you at work today? 
but totally. uh, yeah, definitely. Like, um, I didn't want to lose any of my staff. I wanted to keep them happy. I wanted to keep them motivated. Uh, so what what the shareholders decided to do is, um, you know, we need we needed to fill in their hours. So we bought a local pizza manufacturer in Garson or just out of Garson in Tyndall. And uh, the rest is history. We like start... you bought a company that was already established. It was already established. Pizza. Yeah, it's called uh, Homies Pizza. Yep. Uh, a woman was just making it in her local kitchen, mm-hmm. and she was, you know, producing a quality pizza and had some good recipes and some good concepts. Uh, so basically, they came into it and started uh, recreating her recipes and kind of taking what she did and adding a few, you know, minor details. Yep. And yeah, the rest is history. Now we we supply. Uh, just the local communities around Garson. Uh, I can be honest, we can't really compete with, you know, the two two twos out there. You're not, you're and, not you know, trying to, right? And we're not trying to compete with the McCain's and the big producers. Uh, but out in Garson, you know, there is no delivery service. There's no pizza that if you don't feel like cooking today, you can't just go and you know call your local producer and he's going to drop off hot and ready oh, pizza. So in Garson, it fills that need, right? It fills that need. You know, we we have a U bake pizza that again we use all Bothwell cheese. Everything we use is all real. Uh, you know, nothing is. We don't bring in any frozen meats or we don't bring in anything like that. Um, actually, our specialty for our pizzas and on every 15-inch pizza, we actually put a full pound of Bothwell cheese. And we actually decided to do things a little bit differently. As most pizzas put all their toppings on the top and the cheese on the bottom, we put our toppings on the bottom and our cheese on top. Okay, you know what? Oh, my goodness. I just made a homemade pizza. My mom always makes homemade pizzas. Oh, and yeah. the other day I decided, hey, you know, I'll make them for your mom. So I'm putting the cheese on. And she goes, you're putting all the cheese on the top. And I go, listen, I'm just going to do it my way. That's the way it's done. She yeah. goes, no, 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 no. You got to put it on the bottom first. You layer it. Then you put the toppings. Then you put more cheese on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, it doesn't really matter, Mom. She goes, no, oh, you're it, doing it wrong. Yeah, you're doing it, it matters, wrong. Yeah. And walks off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we find that by putting by putting the toppings underneath the cheese, mm-hmm. it allows the cheese to like melt into your toppings rather than have the cheese kind of subpar bake. And then your toppings on top, your pepperoni, everything burns. So you're saying I was wrong. Well, I'm not saying you're wrong. Just say I'm it. just saying you your know, mom knows you know what, what she's saying. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's funny that you brought that up. When she listens to this, she is literally going to laugh. Oh, well, that's cow. good. That's good. Yeah. Um, she knows what she's doing. She, that's yeah, for she's, sure. Yeah. She's cooked for a couple of Compliments years. Compliments to the mom. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. funny. Um, we talked about fundraising, your fundraising programs. Yes, definitely. We strongly believe in fundraising. Uh, we call it the triple threat. Um, we have a product that we are completely confident in and we are happy to sell. Uh, we sell it to customers that are happy to buy. We're not selling a product, a sticker, a magnet, something that you're going to buy just to support your child or, or the organization. Uh, not only are you buying a product uh, that is helping the organization, the end consumer that buys the product is going to be completely satisfied. And not only that, we do give 25 to 40% return on all sales to the organization. Uh, we feel very privileged to do that. Um, to help any organization within the community uh, gives us, you know, absolute thrill. So being able to help them and being able to do that while supporting our business and supplying them with a product that they can be happy with is uh, very fulfilling. Now, it's nice to fundraise with something that's worth selling. Well, exactly. You know, we, we give the, the product to them knowing that the end consumer, no matter if it's grandma or your neighbor or somebody that you met once, they're going to be satisfied with what they bought. 
James, I appreciate you coming in, man. Well, well thank you very much. Uh, I feel I'm like honored I'm educated to, to educated with pierogies now. Well, that's good. That's good. If, if anybody else wants to know any information, I'm always available. Uh, you can call me anytime or, or shoot me an email at perfectpierogies.com. And uh, yeah, I would be happy to educate anybody that doesn't know. And as I mentioned before, anybody that ever wants to try their first pierogi, by all means, call me. I would be 100% happy to cook it up myself and see you taste what a quality, consistent, traditional, home-style, perfect pierogi is supposed to taste like. <laughs> well, I know what I'm having uh, for dinner tonight. Oh, that's good. Hey, please right. enjoy. All right. Thanks, man. No problem. You have a great day. You have a great day too, my friend. This is Kevin Bergen on The Mating Green, and we'll be right back. This is 680 CJOB.